all you movie junkies and cinephiles, it's time for the SLS Cast with your hosts, Matt and Tim. And welcome one and all to episode 212 of the SLS Cast. Yes, and depending on when you're listening to this, Happy New Year! Or maybe be safe out there when you have your happy new year because that's we don't know when you're going to listen to this we we just we just have no idea or if you're drinking and listening to this podcast while driving and you get into a car accident be sure to turn our podcast off exactly but before you do remember that this is the 212 or 212 episode of the sls cast yes because it turns out that there is a song uh, it's the actual debut single by the american rapper azalea banks and it's called 212 so you could just say you were listening to that and with that wonderful little bit of azalea banks knowledge i of course am matt and coming to us all the way from sunny california would be our resident sony employee tim now, if you bring up a rap and Azalea Banks, I think you need to perform some of that rap. Even if you don't know, <laughs> if you've never heard it before, I would love to hear your take on the first few lines. Oh, sure. I guess that cut getting eaten. I guess that cut getting eaten. That, that, that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, you know, I mean that's. The, I had no idea it was it was that graphic. I have no idea who this person is. I'm I'm the uptown a blank. You know what's up, or don't you? Yeah, what's up, dude? I'm, I'm an down. uptown a partner on the uptown a on the uptown a talking about the crosstown elevated train. Oh, the a train. Yeah. Okay, so it's more urban than sexual. It's not talking about anal. Not yet, no. Not yet. Does it get? Does it get in, in, into in, into anal? <laughs> I I uh, don't know all of the lyrics. I just know some of the opening lyrics. So, are you worried at all that one day one of your kids will come home and they'll be like, "Hey, Daddy, yo, I just I I just learned about this hip dude from my class names, my class names, <laughs> my class names, fuck." My classmates, God, I've been watching Harry Potter again, and I'm calling them class snapes. My classmates, and they got me into this groovy dude named Azalea, whatever. Azalea Banks is a chick, yo. Seriously? Yes. I, you know, okay, to all you, um, <laughs> uh, 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 to, to you ladies out, out there, all you Lena Dunham's out there that might have been offended by that, I apologize, and I, I just kind of thought if somebody was going to be that vulgar, it would have been a man. So in some weird way, it's actually, it's actually a solid towards you. A solid. I, yes, um, a backhanded compliment, as it were. No, I mean, it's definitely a, 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 a forward hand compliment. <laughs> like, it, it was good intentions. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and reach out virtually through the Skype and take the shovel away from you so you can stop digging the hole. Just just, just stop digging the hole, Tim. But what if I dug the hole and then covered the <laughs> hole up? <laughs> At this point I'm worried that people are gonna cover you up in the hole. Uh 
I bet that's a song by that person. Azalea Banks? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so in case you haven't figured it out yet. um, We're a movie podcast. We're a movie podcast, and we may or may not be here right now. Just saying. (laughs) This may or may not be the 6th of December. I'm just saying it's entirely possible time warps have occurred or what have you. Uh, but we, regardless, we are here and we're here to tell you about what we're looking forward to or not looking forward to in 2017. The movies that are coming up. We're going to break it down month by month and uh, go for it. And we're going to wrap it. We are not going to wrap it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> You want to start with? Well, you just want to start at the top. Start with January. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess it would be starting at the top, right? January. I mean, that All would right. make sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. So these are. Um, I mean, these. Okay. I'm just going to go with the movies that are coming out. All right. If you'd like to play along at home, head over to MovieInsider.com uh, and then pull up the upcoming movies for 2017. Uh, let's see here. So for January, uh, we've got. Hidden Figures, Underworld, Blood Wars, um, Amityville, uh, The Awakening. We've got The Summoning, Patriot's Day. Um, let's see, what else is there? We've got, uh, oh, Triple X3, The Return of Xander Cage. Uh, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh! movie coming out <laughs> for some reason. Um, Split is coming. Resident Evil, The Final Chapter. Uh, the Salesman. You know... Anything that I missed, anything that's grabbing you that uh, uh, Patriot's Day, I don't remember if I mentioned that already. Um, any, anything in there that you're just extremely looking forward to, sir? Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a good time that we can kind of talk about some of the movies that nobody has really heard of with all the Marvel big budget shit that's kind of been dumping all over the movie Cineplexes as of late. Um, one very interesting movie that I guess is kind of a big movie due to its director, which you mentioned, Split, with James McAvoy. I've mm. heard nothing but great things about that movie. And, I mean, I, we've heard it before. It's M. Night Shyamalan's return to the suspense, twisty horror genre. They said that with The Visit, which was all right. I mean, it had some good jumps to it. But Split actually looks like a good thriller and something that is legitimate, legitimately creepy because it deals with split personalities. And I think a lot of us aren't really sure if something like this could actually play out in real life. So I think that kind of makes it that much more fun and eerie. But a couple other movies that I'm super looking forward to is A Monster Calls which is a film directed by Juan Antonio Bayona. It's with uh, Felicity Jones and Liam Neeson, who plays the monster, who's this big, like, tree thing. And basically, this movie, which I'm sure some of you have seen the trailers for it, it might look like a uh, a fantasy movie, but it's really not. But it's about this 12-year-old kid who is dealing with all these issues at home. I think his mother has this terminal illness, and his way of coping with it is via this monster. And when this monster appears, the tree monster, again, voiced by Liam Neeson, he helps this young boy deal with all that stuff. And it's not just his mom being sick, but he gets beaten up by boys at school, bullied a lot, and I think his father is out of the picture or something like that. So I think that's going to be a great movie. 
Another one is the Live by Night, Ben Affleck directed and starring in movie about the prohibition and the gangs and whatnot during the Roaring Twenties. I think that movie not only looks cool and stylish, but I think it'll be quite a, a fun thriller. Lastly, the two other movies that I'm actually looking forward to in January, a Michael Keaton movie where he plays the founder of McDonald's. And that movie, of course, is The Founder. And people are saying he might get nominated for an Academy Award for this movie. I don't know if that's the case or not, but it it just looks like a fun, lighthearted movie. And then finally, Gold, Matthew McConaughey movie. He is a businessman that is not a very successful businessman any anymore, and he ends up getting a lucky break while digging or looking for gold. Those are the ones that I am very much looking forward to. Are there any that you're not looking forward to in uh, January? Um. Well, real quickly, the ones I was looking forward to were uh, Hidden Figures, Patriots Day, uh, Live by Night, and... Honestly, that's it. I'm not sold on gold or split. I'm not giving. Um, I'm done. Shyamalan has burned me one too many times. I I give up. Um, but uh, honestly, yeah, I think the ridiculousness of Resident Evil Triple um, X Three is clearly about fifteen years too late. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't really care. Underworld, stop making them. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing really, truly, super huge grabbing me. I'm just really. Uh, although I did see the trailer, or not the trailer, but the movie poster for a monster call, so uh, that did pique my curiosity. Yeah, mm. and I'm not looking forward to Triple X three either. I, to me, Xander Cage and his character from fucking Fast and the Furious are all in the same. Indeed, one just gets laid more, I think, than the other, and it's really hard to tell those two apart. Sure, sure. Uh, let's see here. So I have got, uh, for February, uh, let's see here. Things that are jumping out at me here. A whole bunch of nothing. Uh, let's see here. Rings. Please, dear God, why? Just, there was such, there was such a great idea, but why? Lego Batman movie. I got to admit, I'm actually curious about John Wick, Chapter 2. So excited for. Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, dear God, why? Um... Yeah, there's also God Particles coming out, Bitter Harvest is coming out, and The Great Wall, which has been so heavily mass-edited for the trailer to look like it's American that it's probably not going to be worth seeing at this point. Because, as you and I already know, that is not what this movie is about at all. And people are going to go in thinking it's one thing and they're going to get another unless it's been re-edited somehow, in which case it's going to suck either way. So, interesting. What, where do you land on any of that stuff, sir? Or anything I might have missed? John Wick, for sure. This one is directed by uh, Chad Staholeski. St- 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 I, I like that. It's like uh, I don't know if you if you saw the SpongeBob SquarePants Sponge Out of Water movie where you have the futuristic, talky dolphin dude, and whenever he tries to say anything in particular, he starts squeaking. Well, that's how I am with Stahuleski. I just want to <laughs> do that shit. But anyways, Chad Stahuleski is a, a stunt guy, and John Wick is a stunty movie, or I've turned out a stunty series of movies. 
And so I'm very much looking forward to this one. On top of it, I thoroughly enjoy Keanu Reeves' movies. Even his Man of Tai Chi, I think is the one he directed, the Kung Fu one, or the Tai Chi one from a couple years ago, was still Mm -hmm. entertaining as shit because the fighting was great. But three others that you really didn't mention. One is a World War II film. Limited release comes out February 17th. It's a Danish film. I'm just going to read the synopsis here to save on time. As World War II comes to an end, a group of German POWs, boys rather than men, are captured by the Danish army and forced to engage in a deadly task to defuse and clear landmines from the Danish coastline. With little or no training, the boys soon discover that the war is far from over. And I like movies very much like this. It's R-rated, so you know you're actually going to get realistic war imagery which is always good to see in a film like this and i just like it i I like things from different perspectives especially when it is regarding world war one and world war two so land of mine look for that another one is a gore verbinski movie we haven't seen him for a while after when he was doing the pirates of the caribbean movies he's only done a handful of films afterwards he did rango not too long ago and that one was pretty good but a cure for wellness is his new movie and i'm i'm not even going to begin to tell you what it's about because the trailer is i think the trailer is worth watching because it's not going to spoil anything because i think the movie just has a lot happening with it to where it's hard to spoil it at this point when you have no idea what to make of it. So again, A Cure for Wellness. Check that one out, February 17th. And then finally, for February, a Jordan Peele movie called Get Out. Uh, this is about an interracial couple, a young interracial couple. The black boyfriend is going to meet the white girlfriend's parents for the first time. And, you know, they're overly nice, or at least he thinks the parents are trying to be overly nice because of the difference in race and whatnot. They don't want to offend him in any way. But slowly he starts picking up on incredibly odd things. And that's all I will tell you. If you want to know more about it, do check out the trailer. This one is with uh, Kathleen Keener, Bradley Whitford, Allison Williams, and directed by Kean Peel's Jordan Peel. Uh, the only thing I have like reservation-wise with this movie, is that I wasn't a big fan of Keanu. I thought that one was a little bit blown up. That came out last year, I think. And I'm I'm just worried that this movie might be the same, since it's directed by him as well. So it's worth checking out the trailer, at least. So get out. And screw rings. And Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, March. Um, let's see, we've got God of War coming, Logan... Um, T2 train spotting Kong Skull Island, uh, Beauty and the Beast, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, the Power Rangers movie is coming, and Ghost in the Shell. Um, those are the ones that just jump out at me. Of course, it's not all that's happening. Um, the only ones I'm actually interested in seeing are, uh, Logan and Beauty and the Beast. Um, the reason why, let me talk to you a little bit about that before you start going, you just said T2 train spotting and you don't want to see it. No, I don't want to see it. Um, and the reason why I don't want to see it is because I think that they missed the mark on it. Um, I understand what they did. I realize why it took so long. I don't hate them for coming back together and I'm glad they got the original cast back. Um, but I think that people are going to be expecting 
something that their nostalgia button uh, is just not ready to be pushed for. And it's not going to be the way that you think it's going to be. Um, I understand that it's based in in part on porno and all this kind of stuff. Um, But I saw the trailer and it didn't give too much away or anything like that. I'm not, but it just, I can already see that it's just, it is trying too hard. And I think in the fact that if the trailer's trying that hard, then the movie is just not going to be what you think it is. So, no, I am not interested in T2 train spotting. Uh, Kong, Skull Island, don't care. Don't care. Didn't care. Uh, I thought the first one was decent. Nothing really to write home about. Um, and this one, I feel, will just be more of the same. Uh, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Uh, Power Rangers. Sorry, guys. I'm too old. I'm just an old fart. Uh, and Ghost in the Shell. No, I'm sorry. Um, you know what? I got a lot of respect for Scarlett Johansson, I think she's got great action uh, acting chops as well as action chops. I'm not trying to say that she's not worthy of a great action movie. I just don't feel that this is the vehicle for it. And I think this is something that, if anything, ever really needed to have um, real Japanese casting, um, this would have been the vehicle for it. So, anyways, that's where I'm at on March. What do you got there, Tim? March, 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 March. Um, I am looking forward to Logan. The trailer was a little bit too heavy-handed for me with the Hurt song and shit. I'm actually looking forward to Train Spotting 2 uh, because I think a lot of the themes and what they were going for with the original film can still be applied and reinvented for what's going on today. Like the whole monologue you can hear in the trailer about you know the use of Twitter and social using social media you're addicted to social media because you want somebody to appreciate you or to like you and you get a high from it and kind of using that toward you know comparing it to drugs in a way i think it's very fascinating and i think in some way it works i very much would like to see where they take the movie but i'm fully aware that it could not be good i like the idea of kong skull island i hope it's a good movie Maybe like a poppy type of film, not necessarily super heavy-handed, which based on the trailer, it doesn't look like it's going to be heavy-handed, but possibly more fun. I'm looking forward to Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I'm looking forward to Ghost in the Shell, actually. I think that has potential to be not only a beautiful and dazzling film, but I think it could be uh, one of those movies that harks back to the eight, mid to late 80s or early 90s, uh, you know, beautiful sci-fi type of flicks where it's not just like fun and games. It's not just color. There's real things at stakes and what you're looking at, the beauty that you're looking at can have something menacing and horribly creepy behind it. As for Scarlett Johansson, you know, that's who we are stuck with in the lead role. And I'm hoping she does well because, and I'm hoping the movie is as good as what the trailer lets it on to be. But the ones I'm particularly looking forward to, which you probably have not heard of, one is called Free Fire with Brie Larson and Cillian Murphy and Army Hammer in Charlotte Coplay. This is one directed by Ben Wheatley, and it's a 1970s fun crime thriller movie set in Boston. You know, the, you know, it's a little bit more, not necessarily over the top, but more stylized. I think that one would be pretty cool. Uh, the Belco Experiment, which is a film written by James Gunn, directed by Greg McLean. James Gunn, of course, is known for Guardians of the Galaxy, and this is a movie that's about all these people in an uh, in a like I guess in an office 
are caught up in a really twisted social experiment in which they are stuck in an office building and somebody on an intercom mysteriously tells them to kill one another. And that's pretty much the movie. I think that'll be pretty interesting. Another film is called Weightless, Terrence Malick movie. This one is with Ryan Gosling, Christian Bell, Kate Blanchett, Rooney Mara, and Natalie Portman. And this one is based in Austin, set against the music scene. That is the backdrop, the music scene in Austin, Texas. And I just love that idea. And I'm really hoping this one is significantly better than Knight of Cups. And then finally, another World War II film here. The Zookeeper's Wife. This one is with Jessica Chastain, directed by Nikki Caro, and she plays a Polish woman who really, she can't get behind the whole Hitler thing, and so she starts hiding uh, Jews and other people that who are persecuted in the zoo, like away in secret compartments, secret areas, her own little underground railroad type of thing that's happening and she went off and saved a number of people by doing this and i think it's a wonderful story and an important story and i I just am fascinated by heroic tales like this one so the zookeeper's daughter movie i'm not looking forward to in march the boss baby and that's all i'll say about that one but the boss baby april uh let's see here honestly smurfs the lost village i saw the trailer for this the other day um and it looks Holy crap, amazing. This is the Smurfs movie I wanted like six years ago. Um, I did not see the live action ones. I'm down for this one. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we've also got Fast 8 is coming out. Uh, and um, I don't really see anything else that I want to see. So, And I don't really know anything else about the other ones. So that's it. What do you got there, Tim? I am not looking forward to anything in April, according to my list here. What am I not looking forward to? Smurfs. <laughs> so the one movie that Down you're looking happens. forward to, I'm go, not I looking forward so. to. <laughs> well, here, here comes April 7th. All right, so jumping into May then. Uh, let's see. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, of course, that's happening. Uh, Alien Covenant. That's happening. Um, And Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Well, uh, how are we getting a movie then? If Dead Men Tell No Tales, how is this movie happening? Also, there's a Baywatch movie happening. Um, And for those, I say why. Dear God, why? Make them stop. Uh, Also, Annabelle 2 comes out in May. I can't believe that got one. Uh, Yeah. The only thing, thing, uh, things I'm really looking forward to, Guardian of the Galaxy Volume 2, Alien Covenant for May. Pretty much the same. Well, actually, I just realized in April, Fast 8. I'm not looking forward to Fast 8. Not fasting, but Fast 8. But I, too, am looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy. It's really one of, other than Thor, Ragnarok, it's the one of the only Marvel movies I'm really looking forward to. I'm ultimately cautious about it, though, because how often for a Marvel movie does lightning actually strike twice? I think if it were to happen, it would happen with this series of movies. Alien Covenant, I'm going to be first in line to see this one. And what am I not looking forward to? Annabelle 2 and Baywatch. I'm kind of, I'm getting rocked out, to be honest. Cool. All right, so June shows us uh, Wonder Woman, the Captain Underpants movie, The Mummy, World War Z 2, because, you know, clearly they didn't win the first time, right? Cars 3... Transformers, The Last Night, Despicable Me 3, um, 
yeah, okay. I I don't think we need another Despicable Me th- uh, movie at all. Um, we clearly don't need another Transformers movie. I am not at all jazzed for Cars 3. I guess I'm willing to chance The Mummy. Uh, don't think we need World War Z 2 at all either. And do want to see Wonder Woman. Take it away, Tim. I am not looking forward to a couple movies in June. Wonder Woman being one of them. I just can't get that really crappy guitar theme song with the heavy drums out of my head whenever I think of Wonder Woman. And I hate that I had that connection with the movie, but it annoys the shit out of me. Not really looking forward to The Mummy. I I mean, it depends. I mean, I'm going to see it because I'm curious. Very curious, but ultimately worried. World War Z two, ah, they've waited a long time to make a sequel to that one. But the one movie I'm definitely not looking forward to is a film called Rock That Body, and this one is with Scarlett Johansson and Kate McKinnon and another uh, a number of other ladies, and it's when all these women are at a beach house in Miami celebrating a bachelorette party celebrating a bar i guess attending a bachelorette party i suppose and a stripper ends up dying and i guess the entire movie is them trying to figure out how to get rid of the dead stripper (laughs) oh so it's a girl version of very bad things that sounds good yeah yeah but the movies i am looking forward to again i skipped one in may but there was a movie called life with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal, which is basically a probably more of a thriller remake of Alien without the creepy giant Xenomorph. That's a movie coming out in May. But I am actually looking forward to Cars 3. I thought Cars 2 was fine. I enjoyed it. You were literally the only one. Who liked it. I know. I I, I remember (laughs) when we reviewed it. But I watched it within the past couple years, and I did not like it. Yet, I was never a big fan of the first Cars until I went to Cars Land at Disneyland and watched the movie again. And I thoroughly enjoy Cars 1. And I'm hoping, and apparently Cars 3 is going to be more like Cars 1. So that's something to look forward to. On the comedy side, though, there's a new Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler movie coming out called The House on June 30th, where it's a suburban couple where they find out they can make money by way of running an illegal casino out of their home. I think that has potential for being pretty funny, I guess. Go Cars and go Will Ferrell. Very good. All right. July has Spider-Man Homecoming, War for the Planet of the Apes, uh, The Dark Tower, and yeah, uh, Dunkirk. Oh, interesting. I didn't know they were having that one come out in July. All right. So definitely interested in Spider-Man Homecoming, definitely interested in The Dark Tower, Um, not so much for War for the Planet of the Apes and Dunkirk. Uh, if this is what I'm thinking of, which would be the uh, World War One movie, I think, then yes, I would be interested in that as well. Um, nothing else that's coming uh, seems to grab my attention at all. So no. Are you serious? You're not going to mention Valerian or Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets? I've not heard of that. So okay. When, when we're done... What, you have to watch that trailer because it's basically Fifth Element Part 2. And it's a Luke Besson movie. And it's the movie that he's been wanting to make for many, many years. And he's finally had enough money and the time, I guess, 
and the technology to make the film. And it literally looks like a movie that could be in the same time period, not time period, but in the same universe. Yeah. Universe as the fifth element. It looks beautiful. And I'm actually looking forward to it too. And it's a Luke Besson movie and I never say that. So yay. I'm cautious about Spider-Man homecoming. I'm looking forward to War of the Planet of the Apes. It's turned out to be a pretty interesting series. I'm looking forward to The Dark Tower. I'm looking forward to Dunkirk. It's a new Chris Nolan movie. Didn't care for Interstellar. So I'm hoping this one really is better. But there's also this other movie called The Coldest City. And it's with James McAvoy, Charlize Theron, and John Goodman. And from this movie insider, I'm just going to read to you the synopsis. An undercover MI6 officer turns up dead on the eve of the fall of the Berlin Wall, and a female super spy by the name of Lorraine Broughton, played by Theron, must find the list he was smuggling into the West, a log containing the names of every espionage agent working undercover in Berlin. So it's a fun Cold War spy thriller, and I'm looking forward to that one. That is called The Coldest City, and there's... Nothing I'm not looking forward to, I guess, uh, really, in July. (laughs) All right. So coming in August, we have Emoji Movie, Express Yourself. Oh, dear God. Uh, Chips. (laughs) Oh, no, God. Why? Um, And nothing else I've heard of. No, I don't want to see. It doesn't look like there's anything I want to see in August. Maybe something that I didn't get to in July. That's what I want to see in August. Huh? It doesn't come out till September. Oh, I can't read. Well, there's there's baby. But yes, Driver. I want to see it. If I could see it in August legally, yes, I'll go see it in August legally. I'm down. Well, there's, there's Baby Driver, which is Edgar Wright's new movie about a getaway driver who drives to the tunes of the music he has on his iPod or whatever. I'm very much looking forward to that one. Of course, Edgar Wright did Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Scott Pilgrim. He wrote Ant Man for the most part. Baby Driver. As for movies, I'm not looking forward to Chips and Emoji Movie Express Yourself. Nice. All right, so September does have it releasing. Definitely interested in that. Uh, it also has uh, Flatliners remake coming. I don't know why. Um, and there's also, it looks like the Lego franchise is branching out. They're going to try the Ninjago uh, series. And um, I... I I would. I, I, I'm gonna have to see a couple of. I think I'm gonna actually have to see a trailer on that before I decide whether or not I want to go. Uh, it's an interesting concept um, in terms of the Lego series and stuff that they had, like with the whole Bionicle thing and all that kind of stuff. If you were following that from years ago, um, so I would. I want to know more about it before I commit to that. Uh, definitely want to see it. Not interested in Flatliners. Don't know why they're remaking it. The you know, the '90s version is really good. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. What do you got there, Tim? Two movies you didn't mention that I am very much looking forward to. One is The Salutrian, set 20,000 years ago in the Ice Age. A hunting expedition goes awry, and a young survivor braves the inhospitable and dangerous conditions to find his way back. Also, another movie called American Made. This one is with Tom Cruise, Dom Hall Gleason, who's in everything right now. Directed by Doug Lyman which I very much like dumb, dumb Lyman, Jesus, Doug Lyman. Uh, This one is about a pilot lands work for the CIA and has a drug runner in the South during the 1980s. So it's a fun drug 80s flick. 
directed by Doug Lyman. Uh, movies I'm not looking forward to. Lego Ninjago. And up until now, I thought it was Ninjango. So glad you went first. <laughs> Indeed. All right, moving to October. Kingsman, The Golden Circle, Blade Runner, 2049. 2049, My Little Pony, the movie. Oh, look, another Friday the 13th. Uh, Insidious Chapter 4 and Saw Legacy. Um, yeah, um, I I think I've heard a little bit about The Commuter as well that's also coming. But none of these movies, you know, really none. None of these movies are grabbing me. Perhaps Blade Runner 2049. I will be fair and at least give that one a shot. Kingsman, I wasn't overly impressed with the first one. I understand I'm the only one who wasn't, apparently. And that's why it's got a sequel. So, who knows? Maybe they can turn things around. But, um, that's that's where I'm at on that. Don't want to see Insidious. Don't want to see Saw. Um, don't want to see Kingsman. Couldn't care less about My Little Pony. Really don't know why we're getting Friday the 13th. So, what do you got there, Tim? You know we're going to be excited for Saw once we realize it's more of a continuation than a complete reboot. I can totally see it, like the trailer being... It's going to have to do something amazing to get me to change my mind. At this point, I'm going to... I'm i am not down. Yeah, well, he still better be dead. <laughs> but I'm not... Yeah, I'm not looking forward to Kingsman or Insidious. I am looking forward to The Snowman, which comes out October 13th with Michael Fassbender. And this is a murder mystery set in Oslo where a woman goes missing and her pink scarf mysteriously turns up wrapped around a creepy-looking snowman that somebody randomly built. Yeah, the snowman. The snowman. All right, November uh, sees us getting Creed 2. Yes. Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Justice League. Yes. Uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Interesting. Cannot tell a lie. That is interesting. Uh, and then we've got Coco as well and Darkest Hour. Um, uh, Coco and Darkest Hour, maybe? Murder on the Order to Express does interest me, but I am definitely down for Thor, Ragnarok, Creed 2, and Justice League. What do you got there, Tim? Yeah, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Kenneth Branagh directing, and it's a classic murder mystery. I'll take that. And I, I will also take Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill in a movie about Winston Hurt Churchill. Because wouldn't it be bad if he was playing Winston Churchill, not in a movie about Winston Churchill? <laughs> Directed by Joe Wright, and that's The Darkest Hour. And I am not very much looking forward to Justice League, but I think we all knew that, maybe. Indeed. Maybe Indeed. one other person knew that. True enough, true enough. All right, well then, finally we come to December, where we have Star Wars Episode Eight, the Jumanji remake, the $6 billion man, because, you know, it's not $6 million, $6 billion man, Pitch Perfect 3, uh, and then The Greatest Showman on Earth. Um, really? Just Star Wars Episode Eight. It's all I care about. Don't, could, could not care less about anything else at this point. <laughs> What? You mean from the director, Jake Caston of Sex Tape in Bad Teacher, he brings us Jumanji? You don't want to see that? <laughs> hmm. I'm cautious about Star Wars. I guess it depends on how I like Rogue One. 
But I really like Rian Johnson's other work. He, of course, did Brick and Looper, and he is the director of Episode 8. So that's something to look forward to. But one movie I'm definitely looking forward to next December is Alexander Payne's follow-up to Nebraska and the Descendants. It's called Downsizing with Matt Damon. The title is not Downsizing with Matt Damon. It's Matt Damon starring in a movie called Downsizing. And it's basically about a guy who realizes that his life will probably be better if he was able to shrink himself. And to me, that sounds very entertaining. So, Downsizing. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the wonderful episode of what we're looking forward to for 2017. Uh, and we definitely want you to have a very, very happy new year. And we look forward to you uh, listening to us in 2017. And we look forward to coming to you in 2017. And uh, I guess you would probably like to know what we'll be talking about. Uh, the movies we're going to be covering for next week are going to be Star Wars Rogue One. You'll get those uh, live uh, real reactions from us there. And of course, the musical feature, La La Land. So, I think we are now down to the spiel, are we not, sir? Spiel on! Alright, well, the music you've been listening to has always has been brought to us by our music partners, Cries of Solace. You can check them out at ReapermNation.com and Facebook.com, both slash Cries of Solace. As for us, we are, of course, the SLS Cast, and you can find us at SLSCast.com. You can send us an email to the show at SLSCast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at the SLS Cast. You can even follow me on Twitter <laughs> by following at uh, nitwit12345 you can climb aboard the information superhighway and track down Tim on Twitter if that's your heart's desire don't forget you can always subscribe to us on iTunes favorite us on Stitcher Radio and or get a hold of us on the old SoundCloud so until next week this is Matt saying that thanks to Octavia Spencer I get to say this I'm not an optimist I'm a realist and my reality is that we live in a multifaceted multicultural world and maybe once we stop labeling ourselves then maybe everyone else will Take care, cinephiles, and we'll talk at you again next year. Thanks again for listening to the SLS Cast with your hosts, Matt and Tim. You can find us over at slscast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at the SLS Cast. You can send us an email to the show at slscast.com. And of course, you can always subscribe to us on iTunes and or favorite us on Stitcher Radio. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>